Hello, and welcome to another episode of someone that I love very, very dearly in our month of Caretober. So if you guys do not know what Caretober is, Caretober is my birthday month, and it's the month where I get to highlight people that I love, people that have been a part of my journey, who have sewn into me, and this is my time to be able to sew into them, letting them know how much I appreciate them, how much I think they are a gift to the world, and I'm super excited to share the person we have today, like she is amazing and she looks amazing. But before we get to it, let's cue the intro and we'll be back. Hey guys, Carrie here and welcome to the Visibility Playground podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. Oh my gosh. So I love Mercosi so much. And I really like, I'm starting to really feel like I might have a knack to this manifestation thing because literally everybody that I've brought on Caretober has been a manifestation of me of like, I can see our friendship and then it coming to fruition. So I've met Mercosi. I saw Mercosi online 2021. And I was like, oh, she's fierce. I was like, oh, she 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 got it together. And then I was like, and she's successful. And I was like, ooh, I was like, I can really see like a friendship here. I was like, I can see it. Like I can see it. But like clearly she didn't know who I was at all. And then, like she's like, <laughs> she was like, she didn't know who I was. And then we were in, I was in a coaching program that she used to be in. So like I was like, maybe this is my chance to like say hello. So I was like, hey Rakosi, I'm in this coaching program. I just wanted to say hey, I saw you online. <laughs> And you're like, oh, hey, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I was like, all right, first first step, one, check. And then as, like, I just start watching her and seeing her and stuff, and then there was just, like, moments where I was like, ooh, I can, like, say hello and reach out to her. And then we just started, like, connecting. And I want to say... I posted something about archetypes and you commented and literally like I called my best friend Shafan. I'm like, Shafan, Mercosi comment. She, she knows me. She sees me. <laughs> I was like, she sees me. And then like from there, it's like we go down this rabbit hole and I'm like, we realize like not only like are you just like an amazing business person, you're just an amazing human to begin with. And I was like, the person that I thought she was online was actually like who you are behind the scenes. And I was just like, I'm sold forever. This is a life thing. And then she's like super fashionable. She loves makeup. So I'm like, check, check, plus we're in that thing together. So Marcosi, thank you for saying yes to being a part of Caretober. Um, it meant the world to me that she said yes, because I was like, maybe she doesn't like, like me enough, but I was like, because literally, like, I'm doing these Caretober things, and I'm like, I love all of these people. I was like, but Marcosi has to be, like, literally, you were like, it was you and one other person that were at the top of the list when I was writing down the list of people, and I was like, Marcosi, I hope she says yes to my, to my invite of her coming on, so thank you for saying yes. You're amazing. I love you. You're so very welcome. I was I was very excited to get to do this for you because I was like, oh, I still I still owe her a testimonial, and you know I've been mid move, so I'm like, all right, this gives me this gives me a chance. <laughs> do 
you what I said. I'm very, um, I'm very conscious of honoring my word, especially when it is something that's important to me. And so this gave me an opportunity to kind of make it up to you since I've been in the middle of a move, but um, the timing worked out perfect. So no, I'm glad. I, and you look amazing. Like, can we please take a moment for the sleeves? Moment of silence for the sleeves. Give it to the sleeves. <laughs> I saw it on Facebook before I came. I was like, oh, she's ready, ready. Like, she is prepared. Are you ready? <laughs> no, okay. So, tell, like, tell people, like, tell the world who clearly don't know you, which I don't know why. Like, please go find her and follow her on everything um, about, like, you. Like, how did you get into this, all the amazingness of your gifts? Oh my goodness. Where to even start on that? You know, it's, it's been a really incredible um, organic unfolding, but publicly I'm known as the Royal Shaman and, and that has multiple meanings. So I'm an initiated um, shaman, seer, soothsayer, uh, prophet, so on and so forth. And the, the title Makosi actually essentially means royal shaman. It means chief, it means king. But also part of my, my gifting is in teaching, advising, activating what I say are the next generation of royalty, which in my experience, that's going to be the entrepreneurs of tomorrow. We have a shift that's happening in the collective where we're starting to see that our, our systems, lots of different industries, the, our way of doing things, our paradigm is no longer serving the majority of, of people, right? And there's a new breed of entrepreneur that's coming through that is prioritizing, maximizing their, their potential, their essence, but really it's about alignment over everything, right? where these are people who've who've done all of the you know all of the bro marketing all of the um hardcore very masculine personal development that's you know all around be disciplined hustle go hard right and they've built incredible businesses some of them um but others have just been watching and are like yeah i'm not about that life. And so they want to build something that not only is in alignment for them, but is also in the highest good for humanity and is having um, a real positive impact in the world. And so I would define myself probably um, as a catalyst and a little bit of a poker and prodder and a little bit of, of fire to some of the most incredible visionaries. And I also am, you know, a little bit, a little bit weird, a little bit out there, uh, quite innovative. And that tends to be uh, what people come to me for. They don't come to me just for, you know, I want to hit this goal. It's really about how do I become my highest self in real practical ways. And, you know, 
also experience the the incredible abundance and you know luxurious lifestyle that comes along with that it's funny too because i like i think about that and i'm like oh there's multiple times where i'm like is she coming for me it's like it's this like i don't need her to be on instagram coming for me like that like i need her to like <laughs> not do that but there was a couple times where i'm like huh Okay, all right, all right, all right, Makosi, I got you, I see you. Don't be coming for me though, but you're right. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is um, I work, I, I, I work, and I express in a very different way. Um, I I say that I'm I'm spirit led, and I bring through things in a in a much more non linear fashion. And what the beauty of that is is that. I'm really responding to what I'm organically seeing and just speaking on it. And the magic of all of it is that my people tend to be on what we call the same fractal, meaning that these are all people who kind of um, align on core principles. They may seem very different, but at the core, they're all the same. And so I speak to patterns and I speak to um, identity. And because I do that, I can speak very deeply on one pattern. And most of the people <laughs> that are aligned with me kind of feel called out a little bit. <laughs> um, but it's like if you don't, if you don't know that it's there, if you don't, if you don't see it, then how can you? shift it. And my gifting is in being able to see how p other people are perceiving things and how that's actually blocking them from the freedom and the abundance that they really desire. And the thing is, like, I think for me, one of the things that why you hold a very space, very, <clears throat> very special place in my heart was because I'm a person that it's hard for me to be present. Like a lot of times for like the idea of present, it was always like, what, what is, what is, what is present? I'm here. But it was like the idea of like how you kept explaining it and talking about it when we had our VIP day. And for me, it was like, I'm helping you, but it was very much helpful for me because it, it gave me an understanding of like actually being in the moment and not thinking about other things and actually just looking around and seeing what that is. And I feel like for me, that's been the places where like I find things and I and I see things a lot deeper than I ha I have before because it was like being present rather than like moving to the next step or what we call checking off the blocks. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. I did that. All right, Makosi, why is it not manifesting in my reality? I did all the things. <laughs> and it's crazy because just to think about Caretober, Caretober, I was, and it's funny because a lot of times, like, I didn't realize, like, I was present, I was able to be present with relationships, but I wasn't when it comes to, like, the business side of things. And I was like, so in my everyday life, like, I'm present because, like, I've manifested all these amazing relationships that I'm always, like, I sit back every year and I'm like, wow, Caretober is, like, all the people that, like, have touched me. And, like, I like I know every one of these 62 people and I can say, like, I've had amazing conversations with 
over 62 people. And that's crazy because most people are like, oh, 62 people here? That's a lot of people. And I'm like, I know. And then Chris, it was actually a bigger list. Crystal, my operations manager, I think it was like 150 and she cut down some people and I was like stressed out. <laughs> I was like, I was like, ah. <laughs> And she's like, she's like, no, Carrie, we can't have it. We can't have 150 people in there, Carrie. So <laughs> you like, you got to cut it down. I'm like, okay. So like, she's cutting down people and everything. But it was just the fact of like realizing the difference of like being present in relationships and then like being able to now take back and being just being present fully in all parts of life. And I just want to tell you thank you for that because that was very eye-opening. Oh, you are welcome. You know, we we talked about on our VIP day that there there does tend to be a a pattern that shows up with a lot of entrepreneurs that are that are very structured that are very um very goal oriented achievement oriented um, and it is quite linear where you know there's a, a constant thinking about the next step right like what's next what's the next goal what you know what what else can i be doing but not actually ever getting present to where you are now and fully owning and and embodying and accepting how amazing you are and all you've been able to create up to this point and allowing yourself to create from what I call euphoria in this moment. And that when we do that, that's when we are able to magnetize who's who is for us and the opportunities that are for us and you know all of the um all of the abundance abundance isn't just money it is a, a variety of forms that begin to show up when we allow ourselves to enjoy the journey not just the end result mm, i love that okay so what like what are the people there's there's I'm, I'm waiting i'm hoping you'll you'll catch what i want to do is um like where are the people that you work with kind of like where are they at like in their journey hmm. so i'm finding that there are really two classifications um they tend to at their core be very 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 visionary very innovative very um forward thinking and they tend to come from one of two places. Either they have pretty much always been an entrepreneur and they created incredible massive success in one business, but that business um, they created from a place of like, what do I need to do in order to hit this goal versus who am I? And Ooh. how can I create a business that is in alignment with who I am? Um, so they come to me at this pivotal moment that I call the void, where essentially their identity begins to crumble. And <laughs> they, they feel this pull, this calling into something more, something higher. And it's, and it's expanding in their potential, right? Or they do come to me from a, maybe a more corporate background, where they, you know, I have a lot of people who come to me that are doctors, 
psychologists, um, you know, people in tech tend to come to me who have really crafted their identity around, you know, their, their intelligence and gotten very far in their career, but know that there is, um, again, this, this theme of the deeper, the deeper calling. And so what I support them with and, and facilitate them with is I don't give them necessarily the, the answers on like, this is who you are, this is what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, through the process of euphoric evolution, which is my way of exploring what is actually manifesting in your reality and how you can expand your potential in that direction of, of obstacle, of challenge that's showing up. And really, we just facilitate this beautiful, unending journey of, of self-discovery, of exploration around um, freedom. And it leads to, it always sounds really kind of out there, but the, the lives and the uh, realities that my clients create go beyond success. We're talking about infinite possibilities, the kinds of things that they couldn't have even thought to put on a vision board or that they didn't even believe was possible for them becomes possible. And so I play in the realm of limitless possibility. I love that too, because I feel that for me, the idea of, and the shift that I made to just like realize that I can create, I think that was a piece is that taking the ownership that you can create whatever you want. I think it's the, the part that was like, so like, aha for me because for so long I was like oh I need to have these things to be able to do this but then realizing actually I'm the key to any of the success that I want and then in retrospect I'm also the key to any failures or devastation that happens for me as well and I feel like for me I was like oh oh okay well well then <laughs> I was like well nobody to blame here Sorry, guys. I, I, I apologize. It actually wasn't you. It was me. And then it was like, from I think the part that was more interesting was the response, taking the responsibility just in other aspects. So like even in certain, like I would, let's say I would get in an argument or like a disagreement with my husband. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I take responsibility for that. He was like, what the, the heck? He was like, what foolery is this? <laughs> Okay, when's the camera gonna come out? <laughs> he was like, "What is this foolery that you're speaking? You're just saying you're, you're accepting." And then even like um, my sister, like I would go back and forth to her on stuff, and, she, and I was like, "You know, you, all right, let's do it." And she's like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, <laughs> and "She's like, wait, I'm confused." <laughs> it's a very uh, to other people, it's a very shocking way to be because most people don't know how to take responsibility in their life, nor do they want to. It is a much easier way 
to live if you just blame everything outside of you for your reality. However, you can never be empowered to create what you want so long as you are giving everyone else the power or giving everything outside of you power. So it is this kind of this paradox, right? With what, what's the saying, um, you know, with, with great power comes great responsibility. Well, in order to access the power, you have to first access the, the responsibility piece. They go hand in hand. Yeah. And I think like, what would you say is a like, cause I feel like for me, it kind of was just like one day I just realized I needed to start taking responsibility. Like, I don't, I don't feel like maybe after I get through the journey, I can be like, Oh, here was the pinpoint. But for you, as you like work with people, like what is like normally like the pinpoint of like, when you kind of start making that shift to taking responsibility. Mm, it's usually a moment where they get tired of their own shit. Like, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yeah, I can see that now. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. The, the challenge with that as, as someone who facilitates is I always have to work with divine timing, meaning I can't artificially create that moment for someone. I can keep asking them questions that gives them multiple opportunities to get fed up with their own shit, <laughs> but I can't bring them to that moment. They have to decide that on, on their own. What's beautiful about it though, is that it is literally just a decision. It's a, it's a decision, but it's not just like a theoretical decision of like, oh yeah, I want to take responsibility and da, da, da. no, it has to land in your being and you have to be like, you have, you have to feel it. It's very, it's a very difficult thing to, to describe it, but like, okay. If you've ever just met someone, right? Like for some of us, maybe it's our significant other. Like I, I knew with my husband, I just knew in my being like, okay, this is, this is my person. And it wasn't a, an analytical thing of like, oh, well, he's, this and this and this. And so that all makes sense logically. No, I was 20 years old. That wasn't a logical, <laughs> that wasn't necessarily a logical thing because everyone around me was telling me like, no, wait until you're older and you know, you've got your degree and blah, 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 blah. It was just a, a decision in my body, in my being that, okay, whether it was going to take, you know, six months, two years, whatever. I was like, I, I, I know that this is going to be the person that I'm going to be with. Right. And I think that piece in entrepreneurship specifically is really crucial because we live in a, you know, microwave popcorn society that really sells this idea that, oh, you know, you're, you're going to start this business and you're going to explode to seven figures in six months. And not to say that that's not possible because it absolutely is, 
but that also like that shouldn't be the expectation right to me the joy of entrepreneurship is in the journey it's in it's in who you who you're becoming along the way so that just that moment of decision of like being fed up with your own shit and then you decide that you know what i want to create this this business i want to create this empire i want to create this change in the world or in my industry whatever that looks like where you are able to be unattached from how long it's going to take you know what you think you're going to need to do you really surrender to the flow you surrender to to the process of it and actually begin to um, enjoy the process, even though it can be challenging. It's funny, now, as you say that, I'm like, now I'm going back in my story and I'm like, oh yeah, there, there it was. And I think for me, I made the decision, I would say August of last year, but then I got shiny object syndrome and then I, and I was like, I, I see you, but this money is amazing right here. So I'm just going to hang out right here just for a little while, okay? <laughs> just, just for a sec sec, all right? And then, like, it took it to April for me to be like, okay, back to that decision I made. Now, now I realize how much I hate it even more. Let me actually just go with my, <laughs> my decision. Look, um, Karen, you are not the only one. Uh, that is kind of like a common thing. And sometimes I just have to sit there and with, you know, with my clients, when I see them do it, I'm like, all right, so this is going to be a kind of painful learning opportunity for them. But, you know, I was talking with a client last week who literally this was a situation and uh, she was like, oh, you need to talk about this more because what I brought up was this cost of misalignment concept because we get really enamored by the idea of how much money we can make, you know, right in front of us saying yes to things that are not aligned, that are not actually for us. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs now who are having to pay the cost of misalignment. And in some instances, what they're paying is their energy. Like their energy is just drained when they get off of calls with their clients or they're doing team meetings that they don't want to even be a part of. They're having to force themselves to show up publicly because they um, aren't, aren't just not, they're, they're doing what they think that they have to do in order to be successful, not actually what's in alignment with them, right? And sometimes it's literal cost. Like this client is having to pay debts <laughs> because she took on misaligned projects and misaligned clients and, you know, ended up in months of hell. And listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not immune to this. I've done this myself. And it's why I'm so adamant about alignment over everything in the long run, because in the short term, it's like, oh, but you know, it's an easy $10,000 right here. Like, oh, it's like, it's, it's 50, it's 50 grand. I need to pay my bills. 
you know, I'm not, I don't really like this person or I'm not really into what they're doing, but I think I can like find a way. I can finagle it a little bit. It, like, it's just a short amount of time. <laughs> just 90 days. It's just 90 days. I can do it. And then, you know, 30 days in, they're like, <laughs> and before you know it, they're not able to launch anything. They're, you know, struggling to get out of bed. They're angry and bitter and frustrated all the time. That and that energy starts, starts leaking because we think we're compartmental. We think like, oh, it's just going to be with this client or it's going to be with this project. This is fine. No, honey, you don't think that you're going to like take some of that bitterness to your next call or the next day. And before you know it, you're burning bridges with all your clients <laughs> and all your projects because misalignment is like, to me, it's an infection. Yes, it is. And it's, cra it's crazy. It's crazy because it's like, I think about our journey and I remember, like, I think December we had like 100K months. And I was like, oh, and then like swimwear, switch, switch. And then I was like, the January came and I was like, I hate everybody. And then it was like, it went to, especially because I had a lot going on. I was like, it's easier for me just to like hide. And only come on calls when I need to come on calls. And then it was like, you know what? I don't want to do any of this anymore. So then I'm like making calls. I'm like, you know what? Like, we don't offer this service anymore. Like, this is our last month together. And literally, I went from like 50K months to like, I think our, I think May was like 5K. It was like a 5K month. And I was like, oh, 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 why did I, why did I do such a thing? And then, of course, like, the devil, the devil got busy. He was like, hey, Kiri, here's a 10K client, but you you know you're going to hate every bit of it, what you want to do. And I was like, no, I don't want to. But I'm like, I do, but I don't. So run away from me, please. And I kept making all of these decisions of saying no to people. But then it was like, there was something that you said that reminded me of something somebody said a couple of days ago, is that the energy, the energy and the effort that you put in today affects what you do tomorrow. And, and like, so it's like all of that negative energy that I had and like misalignment affected the months of me trying to get it together. So now my new shifts are starting to like now, like grow into fruition because now I put in the energy now that it's like, okay, Carrie, we trusted before we weren't sure. Like that misalignment was real deep. Like, we had to take a lot of Zyrtec and antibiotics to get all that infection out. <laughs> now you're like, but it took me having to keep making these hard decisions of like stuff coming up. I'm like, ooh, yeah, they'll get me out the hole. And I'm like, but no, it's not, it's not a line. All right, let me just push it to the side. But buy a little 15K. I love you. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it, it's like, planting seeds, right? Every day with our energy, we're planting seeds for our, for a future that we're creating tomorrow, right? We don't think about that often. And so if you think of it that way, 
if I'm planting seeds by saying yes to the things that I don't want, that the working with people that are not aligned with, you know, projects that I don't believe in and so on and so forth, I'm going to get more of those when I invest my energy in that, right? But if I preserve my seeds and I only plant the ones that I really in the long term want to see grow, that's what's going to pay off. You know, I, and it takes, it takes a lot of courage and bravery and not comparing yourself because, you know, in my, in my space, there's, there's a few of us who are kind of seen as the leaders in this, in certain spaces. Right. And it's like constantly people say, why haven't you hit why haven't you, you should be doing 5 million by now. They're doing blah, 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 blah. And it can get really easy to start to compare yourself to what other people are or are not doing. But then understand that you are a different person. You, you're here for a unique calling. You're not here to be like them, right? Like I don't compare myself to most of my competitors because competitors. I don't see us as, as competitors, but what people call competitors, other people in my space, because many of them don't have children. Many of them, you know, have a very different way of, of being. I love to live my life to the fullest. Like I spend, you know, I like to spend an hour getting dressed and putting on my makeup and, you know, watching my, shows on Netflix. Like I really enjoy those things. I am not a person who's like all business all the time. So I create a business that allows for that. And maybe it's not as big as some others, but I'm here for the long game. And when you get, when you come from it, from the place of like, I'm going to be in this for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years, it takes all the pressure off of like, oh, I need to grow now. I need to take that 10K. I need to take that 50K, you know, project that I don't want to do because now you're thinking about things in a much more expanded long-term vision. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, like, um, I'm actually going to invite you to this. So this is going on in October, but in October 16th, there's an event in Atlanta and now you're in Florida. You can just take a little quick hop up. Um, but my sister, Britta, she's, she's doing an event. It's going to be amazing. But that's one of the things that she always says. She was like, the money will come. Like, that's her biggest thing. Like she, she's been harping on that forever. And like, even just looking at her and her business, like the money has come and it's like, it comes like so organically that even I'm shocked. I'm like, how did that happen? But it's just because she comes in a way that like, she's looking for like, what is the relationship? What is the growth can be? And I like, I want you to come to the event, Marcosi. I think you'll love it. And it's like, it's all the, all the cute dress up moments. So it's like, <laughs> photo booths, everything, shopping, all this stuff. You know what? You know I love uh, an excuse to dress up because I'd be dressing up. I mean, for no reason. So if you reason, oh, honey, I'm going to show out. Yeah. <laughs> you would love you. You're you would love it. Like you and Britt would get. A, I think you and Britt would probably end up being best friends because, like, oh, that's awesome. 
I'd love to. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll send you the stuff. But um, that piece for me has like the idea of the money will come. And like, I, I think what you said is like, you have to surrender yourself to the process. And I would say for me, it took a lot of other lessons to get to this place because like I first had to learn the lesson of like what success looks like for me versus other people. And I had to be okay with that my version of success might be different. And the moment I realized that I was like, well, all I need to do is worry about my success. Like, so if it, if it's like hitting a 15, 20 K month, every month, like that's it. And I'm like, I'm winning. But if it's like, I want to hit a thousand, like hundred K month, let's have it. But like, I was looking at all of my friends and their months and how they were hitting. I was like, I got to get there. So like, I was looking what I call a situational goal. And then it's like, I hit that goal. And then I looked around and I hated where I was. And I was like, huh. So all your messages call me out. And I'm like, but now I'm like trying to get it back together. And I'm like, okay, Carrie, you're just going to say yes to like the people that feel right to you. And then you're not going to be attached to the money. So I've just been kind of like going on that journey and like amazing things have kind of came from that. But it's just been like that idea of like understanding like this idea of the void and realizing that like I didn't know what my identity was because I I created it based off of other people's expectations of me. Yes. That's that is that's most people's situation. There's only a a very small number of people who become aware of that and then an even smaller number who decide actually you know what? I want to I want to decondition. I want to let go of all of these ways of being that I just, I just borrowed from other people and it wasn't true to me. And now I get to decide, I have the power to decide what is, what identities are going to be uh, useful to me, serving me, right? That's, we have to understand we're creating our reality from who we believe ourselves to be. So that's why I talk about identity all the time, <laughs> all of the time, because we don't get what we deserve. We don't even get what we desire. We get who we believe that we are. I love that. Okay. So I feel like this is a perfect segue into the big question. Okay. Have you ever had fears around visibility? And if you have, how have you gotten over it to put yourself out there? <laughs> I love this so much because a lot of people make the assumption like, oh, Makosi, she, she's great in front of the camera. She, she loves dressing up and being fabulous. I'm always actually going through my own visibility stuff because in order to step into higher and higher levels of visibility, there's more that has to be moved through. I would say as a child, um, before the world started dumping its ish on me, I most certainly was someone who was naturally charismatic and naturally um, visible. I can't, I'm literally a person who I can't hide if I try, situations happen, people come along and pull me 
out into visibility all the time. So it's always this internal um, alchemizing I'm constantly doing. But for me, what keeps me able to keep doing that when I know that there's a part of me that knows I could work behind the scenes and have incredible success. <laughs> I've done it being behind the scenes for someone else. And um, that on, on one level feels really good and feels really safe. However, when I look at my calling and when I look at the state of the world, I know that in order for change to happen, people need to believe that it's possible. And the only way that we, I won't say the only way, because I guess you can do it without having seen examples, but most people, it's really, really difficult to do that. The vast majority of people are not going to be able to create realities without seeing something, some evidence that it's possible. So the best way I can create the change that I want to see in the world where people are, are creating from, from passion and in flow and are being their full, their fullest selves and, you know, bringing all of their natural gifts and accepting who they really are. The best way I can do that is by going first is by being the embodiment of what that looks like, being the embodiment of what it looks like to be dripping in, in jewels, you know, cause I felt like it on a Monday. <laughs> that's the way that's because it's authentic to me. Not because I believe everyone should dress up, you know, on a Monday, that's not aligned for everyone. But if you see like, okay, this is someone who that's true to them. And this is how they choose to show up. They, they embrace that without being attached to the judgment. That's what inspires me. So do I have fears around visibility? Yes. Do I sometimes get um, triggered by people who are like, oh, she's not a shaman because shamans only are in the Amazon rainforest with, you know, ayahuasca and so on and so forth. Despite the fact that I spent five years in initiation. Yes, I absolutely do. And I have to, I, you know, I have to move through those or I choose to, because to me, my calling is it's too important for others it's not just for me i actually feel really stingy and selfish when i don't when i don't share because there are people who i know are are being inspired it's crazy that you say that because literally that is like what you said is my number one way that i tell people to get over how to get over your fear around visibility is to attach yourself to the impact that you want to make. So you've attached yourself to your calling. So your own internal fears have went away or have subsided because you understand that if you don't do it, what happens? Because I feel like I'm the same way. Like I know that people look at me and they're like, Carrie's so visible, but I get scared too. I, like literally like there's times I'm like, okay, you can do this, Carrie, let's get it. Like I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I do all that stuff, but like a lot of times people be like, I feel like Carrie's never scared. I feel like if I could do one percent of what Carrie does, I'm like, if you only knew, I'd be I'm behind here like doing my own little Rocky dance, like saying, okay, you got this, all right? <laughs> like all of that because like I get scared because like I was just I just did a podcast interview and I was like because as humans we we want to be accepted. We want people to see us and understand us. And coming into the online space is a is unknown if that's going to be true. So of course there's always going to be fears around visibility. It's just being able to understand that if you attach yourself to the impact or if you plan or if you do these other things, those fears can subside and you can put yourself out there. Yeah, I saw an interview. Um, I think it was Tina Turner. And at this point, the, the interview, I think she was maybe like 60. And uh, and somebody with, it was either Tina Turner or Diana Ross. I'll have to look it up just so I'm not telling fibs. But it was one of the two of them. And the interviewer asked her, um, you know, when did you stop being afraid? Like, when, when did you stop being afraid to go out on stage? And she laughed. And she was like, the minute that I stop being afraid to go on stage is the minute that I'm going to retire. Because to me, and now I'm going to say for me why that is, is because for me, the fear isn't a sign that it's not aligned. For me, the fear is showing me that this is an opportunity for me to move into and actualize more of my potential, right? It's showing me simply that this is outside of my comfort zone. I don't always live outside of my comfort zone, but part of the joy of life is stepping outside of your comfort zone and constantly expanding that and into bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger um, zones, bigger and bigger areas in your life. So I wouldn't even say like, I'm not afraid anymore. I most certainly um, get afraid, especially, you know, on, on platforms and in areas where I've attached a certain meaning to it. Like I have a, I have someone who's like, Oh, I think you should do a Ted talk. And I sent over my book outline. And, and so he's like trying to get that underway. That's a nerve wracking for me. I'm afraid to do a Ted talk, but will I do a Ted talk? Yeah. Damn skippy. I will. <laughs> and you look fabulous while you're doing it. I'll figure it out, honey. <laughs> No, I love oh. that. I love that because I, because even me, like there's times where like I'll get on a virtual stage and I'm, and even an in-person stage and I'm like, I'll be nervous. Like I'll be super nervous. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, and I'll tell people like, I'm like, I was so nervous. I was so scared. Like we, we didn't even know. I was like, oh, the, the voice was a little shaky at the beginning. I was like, <laughs> But I think that's, I think that like, I love that because like, it sounds like something that Diana Ross would say. It sounds like something she would say. It sounds like something both of them would say, to be honest. That sounds like it is hard to, to say. But like, if I'm not yeah, if I'm not here, then if I'm not scared, then I need to retire. Same. Love that. Okay. So where can um, people find you? 
These days, the easiest place is on the Instagrams at the Royal Shaman. Um, I'm also, we've, we've renewed the YouTube channel. So the Royal Shaman on YouTube, there's new content that's coming out um, on that. And we also just launched my the TikTok. The TikTok. <laughs> I'm with talking now. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun with that because there's other aspects of myself that are not just, um, you know, that are not just around spiritual business and self-mastery and, and all of that. But to me, I talk a lot about the importance of, of expression. And even if no one's seeing it or it's not necessarily, it doesn't have to be attached to a money goal. Like I sing and I dance for me and for my own fun. And because that's how I like to express myself, not because I want to get paid to be a dancer or even a singer at this point. So I'm, I'm having a little bit of fun with TikTok, just sharing more of the facets of me. And it's so fun. Like it's so it fun. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy the TikTok. <laughs> you notice how your the grandparents say it? Oh, they're on the TikTok and the and the Facebook. The, the Facebook, the TikTokers, <laughs> the TikTok. What's that thing? Listen, you know, getting onto TikTok though did take some mental work because I was like, "Am I young enough?" Because literally, <laughs> I told you to get on TikTok in May. <laughs> I told you in May, <laughs> and you weren't the only one. There were multiple people who were like, "Oh, because you need to be, you have a personality that would work on TikTok," and I'm like, "I don't know. I'm in my 30s. How old are people?" TikTok. Then I, then I started scrolling through and started and seeing the, like grandmas on TikTok. Yeah, the grandmas, <laughs> like the retirees on TikTok, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess it's not just for you know, eighteen year olds. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the one making the trends. Yes, and, that's and it. We, and we just get to ride the wave. Okay, so guys, this I hope that you see why I have so many amazing friends. Um, Mercosi has such an amazing heart. Thank you, Mercosi, for coming on and hanging out with us. Um, we're going to cue the intro, and then me and Mercosi are going to have a little mini chat chat. And I will see you guys later for the next episode. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.